So what we were speaking about over here uh, was we're talking about all the different Rosh Hashanahs, obviously. And um, on, on Daf, we're, we're now on Daf Yud Aleph from Aleph. But let's see where we could go, which would be a good place for us to uh, start chazering from. Uh, the bottom of Daf Tesamid Bays over there, it speaks about what we're speaking about over here is Linatia. Before that, on the top of Daftes Summit Beis, we're talking about uh, we're talking about the Yoivo. The Yoivo we said is there's three different components of the Yoivo. One component of the Yoivo is you have to blow shofar on Rosh Hashanah on Yom Kippur. To Homachleikes, whether or not Yom Kippur is the beginning of the Yoivo, or the Yoivo really starts in the beginning of the year and has a soft beginning. If it has a soft beginning, we might think it also has a soft ending. The Gemara brings a pasuk that says it doesn't according to that Mandama. But either way, one of the things you have to do on Yoivel is blow the shofar. Another thing you have to do on Yoivel um, is, is you have to let the, the slaves free. We spoke about the only slaves that we're letting free are really the Jewish slaves. The Goyim slaves stay slaves forever. And it's interesting because the Gemara says, And the Jewish slaves, uh, I don't know that there's necessarily the case. I don't know if there's necessarily Jewish slaves always everywhere. But that's what the Gemara seems to establish. That, uh, that there will always be slaves to be freed. And the third thing happens is that the lands uh, that are being sold, almost all of them, they go back to their original owner. Uh, the word we used was recalibrate. We send the, the, everything goes back to its Yerusha. You could sell from person to person, from Shevet to Shevet. If it comes Yoival, everything goes back, which is a beautiful idea. I think one of the ideas that are mentioned in the Yoival is that every person kind of like gets a second chance. No one is doomed for eternity, at least the Jewish people are not doomed for eternity. You know, you're, you're in a rut, you're in a financial rut, come Shemitah, it helps you get out of the rut. You're, you're, your person sold his property, he sold himself. It comes, he gets out of it. So every person's always got something to look forward to. And there's always hope, as we mentioned. Um, anyway, so these three components make up the Yoival. And the Gemara brings a drasha that something is ma'akiv. In the Yoival. Something is ma'akiv in the Yoival. In other words, if you don't do one of these three things, then it's almost like the Yoival is a mechal. Yoival is contingent on some of the behavior. So according to one man, it's the blowing of the shafer, which makes a lot of sense because that's what Bezdin does. And also because there'll always be a shafer around. The other man, Amr, holds that it's shiluach avadim, and they learn that from Xeris HaKasiv. And they say that there's always going to be a slave somewhere to be able to free but it's Xeris HaKasim. And the third mandarma is actually all three of them are ma'akeh. And you have to do all three. And when the Pasuk says that, uh, you know, there's an extra Yevil, it means that the extra Yevil is in Chutzlar. It's not that Yevil doesn't contingent on anything. Anyway, then the Gemara continues and the Gemara says that when it comes to Arla, also we're going to say the Rosh Hashanah for Arla is going to be Tishrei. Gemara learns it from Shana Shana. Shana Shana is a drasha that we've seen uh, numerous times. And the Gemara always says you have to make the, the Shana Shana Drasha the most similar. So if one Pasuk says Chadshe Ashana, so you want to make another one that says Chadshe Ashana. If one Pasuk just says Shana, you want to link it to another Pasuk that just says Shana. We want to make them the most similar. Dan in Shana, Sheyeshim Al-Chadashim, Mishana Sheyeshim Al-Chadashim, or Dan in Shana, Sheyeshim Al-Chadashim, Mishana Sheyeshim Al-Chadashim. And not the other way around. Now, Arla is the first three years when a person has a fruit tree, He's not allowed to eat the tree. It's like off limits. And in the fourth year, it's called a revai, which is very similar to mice or shani, which is he's allowed to eat it. We have to eat a bikdush, has to eat in Yerushalayim, or he has to be poited and bring the, the, uh, the money to Yerushalayim. 
Anyway, the Gemara now speaks about the fact that Erla is not three full years on the bottom of Testament base. It's actually the third year, the first year can kind of like be a miniature year. And the minimum is 30 days. Once you hit 30 days, so first of all, that's going to count as a year. So it appears from over here that all you really need is 25 months. Uh, 25 months is 24 months would be two years and another month. And that's, but that, that'll be considered to be your third year. Now, another nakuda about this is the fact that it's going to, um, you can be Mekayna on Shavis, which means that on Shemitah, you can, um, you, you, uh, Shemitah, the halacha is uh, contrary to popular belief. During Shemitah, a person is allowed to water his trees and things like that. He's just not allowed to um, water them in a way that's going to get them to grow. He's not allowed to use miracle grow or something like that. He's allowed to be makayim them. He's allowed to sustain them. His, his trees don't have to die. He just can't, uh, he can't uh, try to um, enhance or improve. So, so this tree, if it's planted more than 30 days before Shemitah, it's okay. That's already considered to be that it took hold before Shemitah and it's fine. So now the Gemara wants to know, first the Gemara asks, what's the Makar? They bring some extra Vav and a Pasuk that says that it sounds like in the, in the fourth year, it also has some of the third year halachas. Anyway, the Gemara says, it seems to be that this is in contrary to the Mandama that holds Yom Echad B'Shana, Chashiv Shana. That's Rav Meir's Shita. Rav Meir says that, that one day in a year is considered a year. Rav Meir says this concerning something totally different. This is what we ask, do, do we always compare all the different halachas? But Rav Meir is talking about when it comes to an animal, a par, and the Torah, whenever the Torah says par, the Torah means a three-year-old animal. Rav Meir says it just means, it, it means 24 months and a day. That's already considered to be a three-month animal, as opposed to the other opinion over here, Rabbi Lazar, that says you need, uh, you need 24 months and another 30 days, 25 months, because that will make it. Because so now Rabbi Lazar obviously holds that 30 days in a year is called a year. And Rabbi Meir holds one day in a year is called a year. So in our... Brisa says you need 30 days before Shemitah, 30 days before the new year to be considered as if it's a year of Arla. It sounds like it's going not like Rameir. Uh, the Gemara doesn't say like Rabbi Lazar, but that's what it sounds like. And the Gemara first suggests maybe not. Maybe it's not a proof because maybe what's happening over here is just because this is the beginning of the process. That is, Yom Echa B'Shana Chashav Shana is only at the end and not at the beginning. And the Gemara slugs that up and says, I would think it's a Kalvachimer because by Nida, it works in the beginning, doesn't work in the end. Here, where it works in the end, for sure it should work in the beginning. So the Gemara, therefore, says, you know what? You're right. It seems like there is an issue this, it, with Yomechad B'Shanach HaShem But the problem is, you can't tell me it's going like Rabbi Lazar. Because according to Rabbi Lazar, instead of needing 30 days, you should actually need 60 days. And here's what the Gemara says. That we, we need 30 days for the, for, the, um, for the seed to take hold. And then you need to grow in that year. So it's 30 days, and it should be another 30 days to be considered that year. So it should be 60 days. And the Gemara says, you know what? It can't be. So even Rameir is not going to work. Because if it's Rameir, you should need 31 days, 30, 30 days for the seed to take hold, and one day to, because Yem Echad B'Shana Chashem Shana, which the Gemara ends up saying, an a important concept, says the Gemara, no, it is according to Rameir. It's actually Dafka Rameir. And I, Rameir, hold you should need 31 days. The answer is that, oh, that, uh, that we hold yoim shleishim oile lekan ulekan. The 30th day has what we called a dual functionality, and it can be counted as both of them. Now the Gemara says, shneem mikra echad darshu. They're both darshing the same pasuk. As we pointed out, I believe it was yesterday, 
that they're both dash in the same pasuk. However, the, the same pasuk that they have is um, is not it's not from the same part of the Pasuk. There's two different parts to this Pasuk. This Pasuk is talking about the Mabel. In the time of the Mabel, when the Mabel was, was ending, the Pasuk says, um, right now, I'm in the middle of Daf Yur Amid Beis, and it says, Amar Abiyachan, says they both dash in the same Pasuk. The Pasuk says, the, the two people we're talking about is the one that holds it's 30 days, and Rameir that holds it's one day. It says in the Pasuk, so again, pay attention to the achas, 601 year, and the echad, rishon, the echad lachodesh. So those are the two different parts of the Pasuk. The first one's talking about the year, the other one's talking about the month. So Rabbi Meir says, He makes a cheshman, and Rashi goes through the complicated cheshman, when, from when, the the Mabel actually started, which we're going to assume for the moment is the Mabel started in Cheshvan. Um, and from when it started, this is actually when it ended, comes out, it's actually just, excuse me, the first day of the 601st year. And that's what the Pasuk would be saying, 601st year of Noach's life. It's just one, it's just one day. So how could it be the 601st year of Noach's life and it's only one day, says the Gemara. We just went in one day into that year. The Kakarile Shana, we already called the 601st year. It's, it's pretty simple. It's actually pretty complicated, but we try to simplify it. The Edoch and the other Mandamar says, that's a normal way to write it. 601st year, then you would be right. In the first of the 600 years, it's only 600 years that actually uh, have, have passed. It's the beginning of the first year after the 600 years. So of course it's the beginning of the year. That doesn't prove anything. If a baby is born, you say he's in the beginning of his first year. That then you didn't say, if you'd say he's already a year old, You'd say, so if you'd say it's already 601 years, but it said one and 600 years, it means it's the first year going, moving forward, and therefore you can't prove anything from here. That's this opinion. Rebbe Lazar. Now, Rebbe Lazar didn't yet establish, where does he know 30 days from? My time. Now, there seems to be an extra, somehow the word chaydesh over here seems to be somewhat extra. So he's learning out from the second half of the Pasuk. It's already only it's only one day into the month, and you're already calling it a month. So we hear he learns out that one day in a month is called a month. And it's interesting how from there he's going to get to 30 days is called a year, because he says the following thing. And now, if one day in a month is called a month, so then 30 days in a year is called a year. Now, that's not such an obvious equation because that means that one day is called a month. So that's one is equal to 30. So then I would say, then you should say 12 days is a year. Why 30 days? 12 days, because 12 days would be 12 30s. If one day is 30 days, 
So in 12 days should be 12, 30 days. So, but the Gemara explains. The Gemara says, says the Gemara, Chaydesh Limnuyav, Veshana Limnuyaha. A Chaydesh to its count. How do you count a month? A month is made up of 30 days. How do you count a year? A year is made up of 12 months. So one digit um, is already considered to be as if you have the whole. So one day is considered as if you have the month. One month is considered as if you have the year. That's the Gemara says. Now the Gemara continues on, and there's in the, in the brackets, and we're just going to read it, even though Rashi says that Rashi doesn't accept it. The, the Gemara is assuming, that's how kind of like how we're segueing into here, that the world was created in Nisan, as that affects when the Mabal is and all that stuff, but Rashi doesn't, isn't Gerus that. And now we just get into when, in fact, was the world created, when was the Mabal, Tanya Rebelazar Oimer, Betishrei Nivra Oilam. We said Rebelazar goes through all these things and he says everything really happened in, in the main focal point. The starting point is Tishrei, according to Rebelazar. And so much happened in Tishrei. And even though our original uh, Geula was in, uh, Pesach was in Nisan, but Asidin Ligal in Tishrei. And Tishrei is what it's all about. That's Rebelazar's opinion. Reb Meir's opinion is no. Reb Meir says actually, it's Benisan Nivra Ha'olam. And Benisan Naldu Avais. And everything actually happens in Nisan. So what's interesting is, it appears actually that we do Paskin like Rabbi Yeshua, that Benisan Nivra Ha'olam. On the other hand, and this is what Tosis' question is, on the other hand, we find that, I'm going to be able to find a few now because I'm pretty sure it's in the third pair. Um, on the other hand, we find that uh, we, in, in, on Davening in Rosh Hashanah, we say, um, we say, Yom Haras Olam. Today is the first day of the world. So it's confusing. Tesis asked the question that is the steer. Do we pass like Rabbi Lazar? Do we pass like Rabbi Yeshua? There it is. If you don't have to turn there if you don't want to. But uh, the Gemara says, uh, there's a Tesis on Chavzayin Omeral. Kiman Matslinon Zehayom Tchilas Maasecha. Who do we, who are we dominating like when we say this day is the beginning of your handiwork? It sounds like. Um, that um, uh, it, we, so Tosis asked the question over here that uh, we pass like Rabbi Yeshua, uh, and over here we're saying like Rabbi Lazar. And the Gemara, Tosis in the end, and the end says from Rabbi Nutam. Uh, yeah, so let's see. Hold on a second. He brings another question from Rabbi Lazar Kalir. It's very relevant to us in Geshem in Shmini Atzeres. He says Tishrei Nivra Oilam. Pesach. He says he says that uh, that the Nisan Nivra Oilam. It's a steer in Rabbi Lazar Akaler. Rabbi Lazar Akaler in his piyutim says one place like Rabbi Lazar, a place like Rabbi Yeshua. What's going on? Says Rabbi Natan, because really they're both true. Elu ve'elu divrei Eloikim Chayim. Actually, uh, the world was created actually in Nisan, and it was created in Tishrei only b'machshava. This is a very important thing because. We see from over here, our focus is actually on, on, on Rosh Hashanah. That our focus is Rosh Hashanah. That being the case, so why do we focus on Rosh Hashanah if the world wasn't actually created to lease? And we see a very powerful idea that the most important thing is the machshava. Our machshava is our most important thing. And therefore, I think that we're donned on Rosh Hashanah more about our machshavas than our actions. A person should really um, be thinking about 
Like, what does he want to be? Where does he want? What are his real, true machshavas and true ritzainas? And that, I think, is uh, the din of Rosh Hashanah. I'll go upon him. That's what, that's, that's what we're talking about over here. This machlaikas. I'm going to try to get back to where we're up to. Um, and, um, and many other things that happened important on Rosh Hashanah. We lost you at, and many, and many other important things happened on Rosh Hashanah. Okay. I'm going to try to... My, my ear pods, I think, died on us. Can you hear me now? Yeah? You can hear me? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I just figured when they die, then they just die. But they die, and I guess they, they, they don't allow... They don't go back to the original mic. I'll call pun him. Probably when you put them in the case, maybe you picked it up again. I don't know. How we are you? Okay, here we go again. Joseph Atari was let out of jail, and the Yidin were let out of slavery. It's funny. Just one second. Yesterday, something similar um, happened right when I was in this very same place. I'll call upon him. These are the two opinions. Now the Gemara is going to go on the top of Yud Aleph Amid Aleph. Around eight lines down, Tanya Rebelazar Oimer, the Gemara is going to um, bring sources for how do we know when the world was created. Rebelazar Oimer, Minayin Shabbatishrei Nivraha Oyam. How do we know that in Tishrei the world was created? Now, this is also going to be tricky because there's a bunch of different girsas over here. That the, the, the land should be covered with some sort of growth. Asev Mazriyaz Dera. It should be it should be blades of grass. Eats peri. It should be trees of fruit. Ezechoidesh Shehaoretz Meleya Deshaim. Not Meitzia Deshaim. We're going to change the gears over here. Ezechoidesh Shehaoretz Meleya Deshaim. The Imam Meleya Peres. Have you ever Tishrei? So from here he says that this all happens in Tishrei. Hashem created the world in Tishrei. It was a time of raining. Ah. Oh, now we can hear you. Ah, Okay, my friends, we're going to stop here.